Coming to you live from central Vietnam, it's the Traveling Dukes Podcast! Welcome to the Traveling Dukes Podcast, episode 11. Yeah, double wow, digits. 11 figures. 11 figures. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, Tom. 11 figures is like, oh, uh, what, what, like 100 billion? I thought you said 11 fingers. Oh, 11 fingers. Wow. I'm like, that's pretty strange. <laughs> that's pretty weird. 11 fingers. All right. Uh, yeah, so we had a pretty fun week. We got up to Hyavan Pass. We did. Which was amazing. It was amazing, yeah. A video coming out in the, within a week. Uh, yeah. It was it was a solid couple of days and really a, a way of just getting right back into the traveling Duke's roots, you know. Yeah, true. We're, we're travelers that's, on bikes that's... through mountains. That's our jam. Mm, that's fucking our beautiful. Jam. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm I'm a little bit afraid of heights, and that shit was just crazy. Yeah, like there's just there's crazy drop offs. Yeah. Like it's just cliff, and then like woo. And at one point we drove straight into the clouds. Um, yeah. Got like super cloudy up above. Right. Yeah. 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 So fun times had by all. Uh, miss you, Daniel. Uh, yeah. A friend from China yeah. came by. Very special place in my heart. So let's say on this episode of the Traveling Dukes podcast, we are going to be talking about Japanese pickup proxies. Ooh. Uh, Let's see, potato propaganda in North Korea. Oh, yeah? <laughs> and a Karl Marx anime. You don't say. <laughs> what? Yeah, so yeah, interesting stuff coming <laughs> coming at you. Coming at you right now. All right, so let's start off with our lead story of the day. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Japanese pickup proxies. So check out this website, boys. This mm. is uh, kukunavi.com. Kukunavi. And this website specializes in... Uh, all right, so it's this weird... It's this weird Thing. It's, it's hard to explain oh, a little bit. Alright. Cat just fell, fell off yeah, the table. In slow motion. <laughs> yeah. Instant rewind. Uh, well, yeah, the, the cat me. saved my awkwardness, which is great. Alright, what's Thank, thank you, cat. Uh, <laughs> so, it's, uh, the, the name comes uh, from uh, the, the Japanese word kokuhaku, or a confession of love, oh. and navigation. So, what kukunabi. do you do on this website? Well, you hire somebody to go to your crush and tell them that you oh, have a crush on them. Do it oh, yourself. Man, that's do it yourself. Isn't that, oh, isn't that hysterical? Jesus. That's insane. So, like, yeah, because there's, I guess, like, face culture or whatever, right? Losing face mm. by, like, too shy or whatever. Yeah, I mean, get you somebody also, else to do uh, it. You also, you don't, you don't learn shit in life if you don't get turned down by a woman that's true. many times. You have to, you have is, to get yes. used to that yeah. many, many times. Yeah, yeah life like, is failure, <laughs> except for the the few times you get you get past the gates. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they offer three different packages, three different packages. So you can start off with uh, the simple course, which is uh, the most basic option for twenty nine thousand yen, or mm. two hundred sixty bucks. Two hundred sixty bucks. It's just oh. one one time. A surrogate will go to your crush and inform them. And bring back their response. Then there's the superior package, priced in at fifty nine thousand yen. Oh well, okay. And, How much, do you know yen conversions? Uh, so that's five hundred thirty dollars. That's ridiculous. Ooh, yeah, this baby. is the mid level. This is the mid level. So you'll also they'll uh, they'll go to your crush two or three times uh, to try to I guess convince them or whatever. And they'll also give you like uh, advice on how to how to talk to women or whatever. And marriage advice and stuff like that. Like, oh. And then there's the premium package, uh, which is, 
God, it doesn't even say. Why don't I have it, it sounds saved? sounds a little creepy, man. Like yeah. paying 500 and something books for a, a, a mystery man or woman to it's tell so you crush silly. something it's that so you can silly. just say yourself. Yeah, and it's like, pretty crazy, right? The, I, have, I mean, I, I've, I've watched a few videos on like the Japanese. They they really don't do much for themselves in terms of romance um, or any kind of sexuality. Like um, you, you can pay to go to a cuddle cafe in Japan where you just get spooned by a person. No, and, like, we you, talked about that on our first podcast, I that's think. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can like you can pay for someone to just hang out with a, you at a bar and laugh at your jokes. Like But that that's that's the next extreme. That's so <coughs> that's so ridiculous. Well, uh, so there's one twenty five year old woman this uh, gave a little testimony. Uh, I'm really glad I went to Kukunabi for help. My love con <laughs> my love confession was successful. And I was really impressed at their professional techniques. Oh, well, well, that's a good, that, that mean, sounds like a very good testimony. Yeah, right? You could also save yourself a few hundred bucks and just message them on Facebook. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what's, up, what's up, love? You want to grab a beer? Yeah. Jesus Christ. The future is written, just social awkwardness and sex robots. Yeah, totally. I mean, Japan is, is, is pioneering the... Uh, don't do that. Come on. <laughs> pioneering the sex robot industry. And yeah. it's no wonder why. And uh, they also, so like, they also brought up that you could either get men or women because, like, you don't want a man going to your crushes. Yeah, and, and like, <laughs> yeah, he's the confident one. Right. He's the one going up there. Like, why wouldn't you fall in love with that guy, right? So, yeah, you could that go either awkward. male. That is awkward if the escort then gets the girls. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's So, uh, there was also a case last year. This is a, like, apparently surrogate companies are just popping up all over Japan. Mm. So you could pay people to go, uh, let's see, uh, hundreds, hundreds of dollars to go to your boss to quit for you. Like if you just don't want to oh, quit, man. you, can, you sure. can hire someone wow. and say, I quit. Hundreds of dollars? The, the, the yeah. types of people that use this stuff aren't going to get anywhere in life. They're not going to learn that no. <laughs> you've got to do it yourself. You've got to be... Yeah, 350 bucks to say I quit. Yeah, yeah be like, proactive, man. Be proactive. I mean, it's a pretty, it's a pretty, I don't know, it, that'd be kind of a cool way to quit, to be honest with you. Like, uh, Kurt Zendelka wants to inform you that uh, I, he, he doesn't want to take your shit anymore <laughs> and will not be returning. <laughs> to be fair, yeah. Oh, God. Like, uh, are there any, are there any stats laptop. on this? Is this like quite a new Damn thing? It. Are they making money? What? I, I don't know. Monty just hit the keyboard again. He's, we gotta get, he just deleted that. <laughs> no, no, way. no way. No, I think, okay, yeah. He deleted all my all my research on Japanese Monty, pickup process. Yeah, he's he's trying to ruin this podcast. What's he's your, definitely gonna knock over a glass. What's your, what's yeah, your, I, got it, I got it. I got it. You just gotta. Um, yeah. So is, wait, how long has this been up for? This website. This just started up this year, actually. Do they have any stats on sales or anything? Is it actually successful? No, I mean, not from the English reports that I got or whatever. And I can't, obviously can't read the Japanese site. Fair enough. I but, mean, there's yeah. got to be no overheads. It's just a person saying something. They're getting paid for it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, uh, yeah, it's got to be a good business model if sure, there's enough yeah. people. <sighs> but, you know, <laughs> come on, Japan. You guys yeah, used to be so, like samurais. Why can't you go tell a girl like, that you, she think, you think she's hot or whatever? It's right? also come like, on. like it's, it's dangerous <clears throat> territory. You can't, be people, you can't have people relying on that kind of shit. Like... Japan's population is going to half in the next hundred years. This is another accredited reason why. This is why like, yeah. if you can't ask a girl out, you're probably not going to put put your sperm, you know? Whoa. In, Whoa. In, 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 well, in a little controversial there. Well, <laughs> that, is, that is how sex works. That is how sex works. Did you ever have, did you ever have a talk with mommy? No. 
No, uh, I had my father, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, it, I think it uh, largely consisted of, I th- we, we walked down the road, and uh, he was like, all right, so, so I want to talk to you about sex. And How he was like, he was like, what do you, what do you know about it? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's in and out, right? And he's like, yep. And I was like, all right, <laughs> all right. Fair did enough, Dad. That's did a he say three pumps that counts? Jesus Christ. No. All right. But yeah, so. Japan. If you want kids, stop. Just stop being so spineless. Well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe Cuckoo Navi is gonna navigate Japan into more successful, loving relationships. I mean, maybe they're maybe they're just all too shy, but they'll they'll do it for them, and then they all start they having need. kids. That's what they need. Look at that poor man; he's so it. frustrated. He just wanted to take the nice flower girl out. I know, mm, lovely man. flower girl. Mm. All right, so well, let's uh, let's move on to our second story of the day: yeah, uh, potato crime. propaganda in North Korea. Ooh. Did uh, did the did the great bonsai tree thief get found? Uh, no, no update on the bonsai tree. Yeah, all right, well. All right, so let's see. So North Korea is having a cooking competition right now. Oh, uh, but with yeah. all that spare food, hash browns. Yeah, exactly. Three hundred cooks are competing uh, in the nation's capital right now. They'll receive cookbooks and equipment, diplomas and medals if they win. You'll receive food. If you, <laughs> they if, did not say they will win, receive food. We'll they'll they'll receive food. a book with pictures of food and that's it. Oh my <laughs> like, god. So this sounds like a very normal story so far. Oh yeah, just a cooking competition. Yeah, I mean, it's right, totally normal. Right, right. What, what could go wrong? Well, apparently, uh, 43% of the country, or t- almost 11 million people, are borderline starving. Oh shit! <laughs> so, wow. Wow. so kind of a kind of a strange place to uh, to hold a cooking competition. Well, fat old Venezuelan uh, yeah. chief, you know. Yeah, uh, no, this is North Korea. No, I know, a comparison. Like, True. Like, let's yeah. have a cooking competition when our people are starving. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so apparently, yeah, North Korea falls short of food production by about a million tons per year. Yeah. They do, they're down. They don't have... They, uh, whoa. They're, yeah. They don't have enough food. <laughs> they don't have <laughs> enough food you're, by you're a million tons. Sure, yeah. You were telling us about like uh, the, those North Korean defectors that were going into American supermarkets sure. and crying. Yeah. Because the, the abundance of food was yeah. just so wonderful to them. Yeah. Yeah, so actually right now there's been reports uh, from North Korea that uh, soldiers are going around and like raiding people's homes for food. Because like, apparently like the higher ups in the North Korean military steal a lot of the food that are right, meant for the right. rank and file guys. I absolutely believe that. Yeah, so well, Kim Jong-un has an answer for this and it's the potato. Okay. The potato. <laughs> he says, uh, well, because apparently... Uh, like you could get uh, twenty tons of potatoes per hectare or a hundred acres of land, compared to ten tons for rice sure. of the same area, right? Yeah. Wow. Okay. And, and it's rice like is big fields. You don't actually harvest that much from those huge fields. Yeah, small yeah. grains, not much yeah. weight in them. A lot more work go- going into harvesting it too. But yeah, so apparently this all goes back to the 1990s, uh-huh. all right, and it's the potato revolution. <laughs> so, so in the 1990s, there was this great, there was this huge famine in North Korea. Mm-hmm. Tons of people starved to death, and uh, they they tried to start pushing the potato as, as as a way out of the famine, right? Right. But the North Korean people just were not having it. Mm-hmm. They just don't like potatoes because they think it's like it's like a starvation food to them. I don't it's really a like, lesser I don't really food. Like potatoes either, uh, yeah. to be honest. I, I, I don't yeah, like potatoes. Nah. Chips uh, are right. if, yeah, Probably. I mean it's a starvation food, but also if you go in hungry. Yeah, I know. It's like eat the potatoes. Exactly. <laughs> 
Yeah, so, like, uh, yeah, let's Boil say. Boil a mash and stick him in a stew. <laughs> yeah, in 98, uh, Kim Jong-il, Kim Jong-un's father, right, right. wanted to make uh, uh, North Korea the potato kingdom of Asia. Oh, wow. <laughs> that sounds ridiculous. Doesn't it? That sounds like a, a film or a book or something. Yeah, right. But, yeah, so... The North Koreans are like really picky eaters, apparently. Right. And they just, they weren't having it at all. Like, there's uh, been reports of like South Korean, like uh, North Korean defectors that have gotten out, right? And uh, apparently, their wa- the wives of the husbands or whatever have a brutal time because they, the husbands will only eat North Korean food. Right, like they won't eat any Western food or whatever because that's just all they know and that's the only thing they like to eat or whatever. So cultural. Yeah, so in the 90s they started doing this big like propaganda push to push the potato on the people. And was it, was it successful in any way? Meh, no, not really. <laughs> Apparently not. It didn't really work out at all. Yeah, but here's some, uh, these are potato fields with soldiers and, and lovely people. That's some nice looking propaganda. <laughs> Isn't that nice? <laughs> this is uh, a sea of Potato flowers in Taehongdan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, apparently about a dozen red commie flags. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here's a nice little lady with her grains and her potatoes. Oh, that's just that's just lovely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not nice. Doesn't she look like she's enjoying potatoes? <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't you enjoy potatoes too? The yeah. potatoes are red. Her face is red. Yeah, I say more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, I found something very strange on this on this hunt. So. This is from the 1990s. This Ooh. is Potato Pride. And this is a North Korean pop song from the 90s. Let's see. Oh yeah, that's classic pop. And it's all about... In our village, an old man laid out a feast on the birthday table, inviting all to join. Chewy potato, turkey and ham and gold noodles, delicious potatoes and potato <laughs> pancakes, potato pride. Oh, I what the hell? Where, where <laughs> is he? I lost count of thirty. I lost count of how many potatoes. We've got so many. so many potatoes. I counted to thirty, then I just too potato many. Pride. It's about potato pride, but I don't see a single potato in the video. That's true. That's true. If he doesn't uh, get doused think, in potatoes, like, <laughs> look at this lady eating potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, potatoes are very good. They do not look like they're enjoying it at all. No. Are they take, using a fork? <laughs> takes a bathtub of potatoes. Oh, they have a nice Western home. I'm sure Western they do. Home <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's potato pride. Yeah, so. it looks like a potato. <laughs> um, that, yeah. So like in the '90s, they started doing potatoes. songs. They they were putting like. Since they control like the film and television industry, like the government, right? Right. They they put in references about potatoes and TV shows, like Just people like make it people normal. eat it. Yeah, like oh yeah, this is so good. Yeah. Yeah, I read one where it's like a like a granddaughter talking about her grandmother's potato taffy <laughs> and how her grandmother said, "Oh, our ancestors used to eat potato taffy, and it's very nutritious for the body or whatever." I mean, that sounds uh, wonderful. Sign me up. Like, I mean, to be honest with you, they probably should. They should, probably should start eating <laughs> fucking potatoes already. Dude. So yeah. Anything that stops their famine. I mean, uh, ooh. Do, yeah. do we know if the numbers have increased like dramatically over the last year in that with their famine or like? 
Well, so we we don't. There's it's hard to know. Yeah, it's, it's like the last couple of years, there's been like a pretty big drought, and they're getting hit by sanctions pretty hard. Right. So, and the fact that soldiers are going around stealing people's food is probably not a good, good indication. Good indication that they probably not got much. Food. No. Yeah. So yeah. Let's see. I wanted to. Let's see. Uh, all right. Check this out. I was just going down the road of North Korean propaganda. They actually have a whole village. It's a propaganda village. <laughs> So, the Peace Village. Yeah, so this place is on the DMZ, the uh, demilitarized yeah, yeah, zone. Yeah. It's actually in the middle between the two countries. Each South Korea and North Korea both have a tiny little village in the no man's land or whatever. Right, right? Okay. But the North Korean and they like both like blast like propaganda at each other with giant speakers and shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, right? But apparently this North Korean one was built in the fifties and it's something called a Potemkin village. Right, so it's a fake village. Yeah, nobody, looks like a nobody lives. Site, nobody yeah. lives there. It's just a fake thing that they built to look nice or whatever to show yeah, yeah. the South Koreans that we have money or whatever. Yeah. But like, apparently, there's only like three dudes that live there. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. It's called Peace Village. Yeah, look at Ki Jong Dong. The, the fake village of Nickname the DMZ. Propaganda man. village. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that wild? And yeah, so. Uh, this is called a Potemkin village. I don't know if you guys ever heard this, but this is a pretty weird thing mm-hmm. that I just I'm just going down Wikipedia rabbit holes in this podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so after Russia took over Crimea, yeah. like during the reign of Catherine the mm. Second, whatever, uh, her lover was put in charge of Crimea, right? And she uh, she went to Crimea to visit to check on how Crimea is doing because it was like. It was pretty war struck or whatever. Okay. So this dude built a, a, a mobile village, right? That uh, he would he would put up when she got to certain places, deconstruct it, get ahead of her to the next place, put it up what? again. Yeah, it's in like, a different way. Yeah, I guess like you would have to make variation? it slightly different. No right? way. I mean, yeah, she's got to catch way. on no after village number ten. Yeah, ah, come on now. Also, come how slow now. was she traveling? I've seen that thatched <laughs> roof ten times now. Uh, yeah, that's weird, man. That's yeah, weird. that can't be true. That, that is true. Which, yeah. which century are we talking? Uh, so, uh, blah, 1787. Well, they say that, like, most of those villages that, like, say if you if you actually go to North Korea right now, like, most of those villages are completely fake. Yeah. Like, uh, just propaganda villages that have, like, plentiful-looking supermarkets mm. and, like, really fat kids. Oh, yeah. Street. You go on a little government tour yeah, and yeah, they yeah. just show you totally fake. Like just just yeah. give the government some money. Yeah, we, we were thinking about doing um, one of the tours to North Korea while we were in China, but we decided that it's yeah, it's literally just giving the government money. Yeah. Um, and you're not going to see the real North Korea at all. No. Um, there was actually a guy who was jailed like a couple of years ago for stealing propaganda while he was on the tour from like an American that was on a, yeah. Chinese, on a Chinese tour to North Korea. Otto Warnbeer. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 He got shipped back brain dead and died oh, two days later. Well, he, he came they what, threw did he, him, what did he steal? He, he took like a poster, like He's a propaganda a poster. And uh, they, uh, yeah, they, they, they sentenced him to like, I don't I can't remember how long, but like hard labor in a North Korean prison or whatever. Oof. And apparently, yeah, he got shipped. killed. Him. Yeah, they sent him back like two days before he died, completely brain dead. Like, ugh. What a mess. Imagine that, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty messed up. Well, go screw yourself, North Korean dictators or whatever for you sure, horrible, sure. horrible people. See, see you later <laughs> this month, Kim. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna probably cover uh, more in depth on the Trump Kim meeting in next week's podcast when we get a little bit right, more information right, right. on it. We'll sure. be in Hanoi from the twenty sixth of February to the second of March. 
videos every day, coverage on the streets. We're going to see how close to the building we can get. Yeah. Um, yeah it's going to be fun. Yeah, it should be, be, real, should be a fun, fun trip. Fun. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Yep. So let's, we're going to stick with our propaganda theme for, for today. And uh, check out this uh, Karl Marx anime. There's a there's <laughs> an anime. Like <laughs> Doesn't he look amazing looks in this great. anime? Looks just a very yeah. generic looking kinda anime. Kind of looks guy. like Spike. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. But, then, right. but then again, kind of like a, a Beethoven. Yeah, he does look like Beethoven. Mm. I can see that. Good show. Yeah. Good show. <laughs> so uh, what, what's, what's this about? So this is this is a uh, an anime series in China. The leader. Uh, it's a seven-part animated series about the life of Karl Marx. In China. In China, yeah. Oh, boy! No oh boy. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> so, it's uh, backed by uh, arms of the Chinese government, yeah, sure. the propaganda department of the Communist Youth League, and, it, this, what, what and, does that the, even mean? and the Center Office for the Research and Construction of Marxist Theory. That's a, that's a government inst- <laughs> uh, bureau in China. Sounds like a good go. Yeah, sounds like someone you want to invest your money in. Yeah, so it was made for the 200 and 200 anniversary of uh, Karl Marx's uh, birth. Okay. But uh, it was released this year, and his 200th anniversary was last year. So, 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 so you can't even that. get that right, you fucking commies. <laughs> <laughs> and is the purpose to put this in like primary and secondary schools? Or it's for yeah. Well, I don't know if they'll actually be putting it in schools. It's on Billy Billy right now, which is like sort of like a Netflix equivalent in. Uh, in China, like an internet streaming thing, right, but it's okay. definitely pushing this towards the youth, right? Bring it, making socialism cool or whatever, communism cool, right? Next year, seven-part series, anime series on Xi Jinping's thoughts. Yeah, exactly. <coughs> I'm guessing the uh, I'm guessing the main character is Karl Marx, right? And he's portrayed yeah. quite positively. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's about his whole life, his right. is whatever. But uh, so on uh, Weibo, which is sort of like the Chinese Twitter equivalent or whatever, yeah. Yeah. they're they're hosting a, a giveaway, <laughs> like for if you answer the right questions in like some raffle or whatever. And of course, the winners are gonna win a copy of the Communist Manifesto, for, <laughs> <laughs> and then but, and a DVD of but that anime. The box. second pr- prize <laughs> is fucking a Huawei phone. Like, how <laughs> that's, that's the second perfect. prize. That's perfect. Wait, that's the second. That costs like a thousand bucks. Wait, like, wait, 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 wait. So if you win, you get a communist manifesto. If you come in second, you, you get, get a phone. phone. <laughs> yeah, isn't that funny? I'll take the phone, please. Yeah, exactly. I'll take the phone, please. Yeah, get in second. Right? Oh my is it God. a phone or is it a device for the government to track your? Well, every Huawei. Move? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. Listen, listen to every move. So yeah, let's say I don't know. Like a, a lot of people are trashing this show in China too. Like they're saying like it's boring it. as fuck. Apparently, like and it's like a lot of people are saying like. Uh, why is he so handsome? One and uh, <laughs> and it sounds like a school book textbook or whatever. Like because they all, everyone has to read all this crap about Marx in their in Chinese schools anyway. They all know this shit. Where was Marx? Where's Marx from? <coughs> Germany. Germany. Yeah. yeah. Every bad idea comes out of either Germany or France. Ready <laughs> <Right here> first. <laughs> Well, mm. I mean, I, I, so, I so I, carry on. well, so uh, I just wanted to point out a couple things about Marx. Uh, his ideas killed a hundred million people. So fair enough. Yeah, fuck him. And uh, instead of this glorious, handsome uh, anime portrayal, he was covered in uh, boils and like skin pus and shit. He had this weird uh, skin disease. So he was a he was a mess. <laughs> like he's not some anime it looks superhero. Looks pretty dashing there. It looks pretty. Yeah, he had this disease called. Hydradentist, ditis, 
superativa, which uh, <laughs> sounds delightful. It, it messes with your sweat glands in your like armpits and groins, and then like gets like blackhead, like blackheads, boils, and like pus or whatever. And apparently, like it was like it, it, it really messes with your brain too. The disease, like it's a it's called man. it's a self-loathing disease apparently. So like some meaning. like hatred, like you hate your right. start hating yourself, right? So a lot of people think like he came up with all these crazy ideas just because he hated himself he hated so himself, much. Yeah. Get, get some go, skin go cream or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you need Might Nivea. Might have missed a little bit of that. Well, yeah. All right. So uh, this comes out a long line of time trying to make socialism cool. So uh, the, let's say, da, da, da. in 2017, there was a Hunan TV special called uh, Talking About Marx saying, Socialism is a bit cool. That's the name of the TV <laughs> show. <laughs> A bit cool. <laughs> a bit cool. It's, it's like it's not it's not trending, but it. I mean, it is getting pretty trendy in the West, right? A lot, yeah. a lot of these young, young, dumb kids, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this is uh, he's actually buried in England. Is he? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And this was his oh, grave that just got defaced. Oh. Sixty-six million dead. Uh, yeah, <laughs> at least that's on the low end. It ranges from sixty-six million to one hundred and sixty million. Depending on who you listen to. Is that the doctrine of hate? Yeah, yeah. doctrine of hate, yeah. And that's a, that's that's the second time it was defaced in the past like two weeks, his grave in London, I think. Why just the last two weeks? Oh, because uh, the anniversary. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, uh, we don't endorse uh, like uh, defacing monuments, no, but no. I'm kind of cool with this one. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> why, so, why would we make exceptions? I don't really know much about the man, actually, I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, why was he responsible for 66 million deaths? What exactly? Uh, ideas that yeah, so basically, like, the, the Russian, uh, the Soviet Empire, the commu the Chinese communists, and on and on and on. His ideals. And yeah, then, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well. Everyone yeah. says, oh, they didn't get his ideas right <laughs> or whatever. If, if you give me the power, I'll get it right. <laughs> I know how to implement it perfectly. Oh, man. And then they do it again and again and again. And then everyone starts dying and starving and dying and starving. And it's just this whole cycle, like, over the past hundred years. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. It's the same shit as, like, Venezuela it's what, and, and North Korea. Do you think if like, he hadn't come up with this idea, someone else would have? Probably. Yeah, probably. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just a motivation, like the greed, right? Envy, like these are just built into people, and you know. when you have bad sweat glands, apparently, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it all boils down to. Oh, oh no! Good job. And on that note, this is the Traveling Dukes podcast. Uh, give us a rating on iTunes, pretty please. Yeah. Watch our YouTube channel, Facebook. We got a fantastic music video coming out in the next few days, and uh, we also organized a tea party. For tea that we aren't selling anymore. New tea soon. But it was a funny that. video. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, nice, good, nice guys. I love these uh these lingering outros. Yeah. Bye bye. <coughs> okay.